What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you find work in any industry with just one interview at Express. You have a connection to endless jobs, whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job. Choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit expresspros.com today to find a location near you. The weather is heating up, which means summer is almost here. Macy's is my go-to place for summer fashion, and I'm getting so excited just looking at Macy's.com for new bathing suits, beach towels, even floaties for the kids. They have all the poolside essentials. Macy's has everything you need for any summer occasion, your summer trip, wedding, or graduation. Macy's has you covered. You can shop all your favorite brands like DKNY, Michael Kors on 34th, shop at Macy's.com or in store. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. Wind Down with Jana Kramer, an iHeartRadio podcast. All right. So a lot of you guys already know, but for those of you that have not checked Instagram, weren't it the Boston, Boston, New York shows? KB, would you like to share your special news? Um, You're big. Big, big, big. Yeah. <laughs> bigger by the You're minute. Bigger by the minute special news. We have um, a silent co-host mm-hmm. on the Wind Down podcast these days. She is pregnant. Third baby's on the way. We're due in June. After two years of trying and thinking maybe it just wasn't meant for us. What do you know? Here we are. How are you feeling? I feel better now. I was really, really sick for about 17 weeks, if I'm honest, but I was overly, I just, I'm just the most grateful pregnant person. I always stay that way. Um, I don't know why I'm like my happiest pregnant, which I know is like opposite for a lot of women. It's very miserable. And they're like eating beef sticks at the side. But I really just think it is like the biggest privilege. And I know a lot of people in my life specifically that don't get to do it. And I think that it matters a lot to just anchor in the gratitude because I just know a lot of people that pay all the money they have in the world to feel miserable for a day. So um, I feel a lot better now. It is nice to not throw up every five minutes. So um, yeah, the kids are excited. We're excited. It is going to be a really busy full summer. I definitely feel older in this pregnancy, but I am grateful. Love it. Well, we are so happy to have so a blind member. Oh, the baby. We've got bon, uh, Bonnie Bartlett coming on the show uh, right after the break. And we're going to talk about um, how open she was about her 72-year marriage and all the struggles that she's had to face. So stay tuned. Hey. 
Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine-free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, Bonnie. Hi. Thank you so much for coming on Wind Down today. We're so excited to have you. Oh, well, that's good. That's good. <laughs> you know, I, I've been a little depressed because... Um, my friend uh, Raquel Welch died and uh, she and I worked together and I, she was such a great gal and I loved her. And she, the thing we worked on together was uh, called right to die. And she was the good guy. I was kind of the, the bad nurse that thought the girl should die. And, and I mean, didn't should, I should keep her up. I should keep her going. And uh, she wanted to die. And, and Raquel was the doctor that, allowed her to die but we became very good friends and she she was a terrific lady and I I was sorry that in the obituary they never even mentioned right to die and she was nominated for an Emmy because she as good a comedian as she was she she was very good in this very moving yeah anyway well I'm so sorry that you lost a a friend and a colleague that's never I keep losing them because mm-hmm. I'm so old, you know, and so I I keep losing people, and it's hard. It's hard. Bonnie, how old are you? Because you've been married for 72 years. So you- I'm 93. I'm 93. Great. You look amazing. You know, oh. it's, um, my, my grandpa, who I lost last year, he got into a place, and I'm curious where you, where, where you kind of go, because I, I feel like when he had talked about losing his friends, 
he got into this place where he's just like, and I'm next. And I'm like, grandpa, like, don't say that. Like it, it, he became like kind of um, like this depressed, but also it, it just, it just made me sad. So I wonder, like, is it, I mean, when you get older, is that hard? Like, how do you kind of stay and stay positive and, and not go to that thinking? Yeah. Yeah. That's, you have to work at it. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to fight it because it, it goes into a bad place. But I'm fine. I'm fine. But I think also too, like it's it's with any age. I mean, I we were just talking today, like this the scarcity mentality. Like we're all moms, and I'm like every time I get on a plane, I'm like, is this the plane that's gonna, you know? I'm like, I'm so yes. scared. Like I don't want my kids to live without me, or I don't want them to not have their mom, or oh my goodness, and you know, she she's pregnant now, so it's like what? It's like always like having that like to not stay in that fear mentality. Yeah, my grandchildren have it. I, it's very unusual because we didn't have it when we were young, but my grandchildren. Both, I have two that really every time they get on a plane, they think they're going to die or won't even get on a plane because she's afraid to die, you know, on a plane. Do you have any words of wisdom for people that kind of um, struggle with that? No, because I, I've never, I've never experienced that. I don't understand that. I mean, of course, anything you do, my, my family were in the insurance business and they, my brother always said to me, you know, sis, you have a much better chance in a plane than you do in a car. Mm-hmm. Your your chances of being killed in a car are much greater than your chances of being killed because you're on a plane. So, you know, because he was an insurance person. I mean, you know, he, he knew all those averages and stuff. Yeah. So that always helped me. He he always helped me that way. And uh, for for instance, you know, and he would say things, you know, like, a motorcycle is the most, you have the most chance to die in a motorcycle than anything. But, you know, that would be the biggest one. And then a car, but a, an airplane was very much the last. Sure. Yeah. What I was watching um, that movie Babylon with, uh, well, actually, I, truthfully, I, I didn't get through half of it because I, I didn't, I didn't love it, but it was interesting. The concept of how Hollywood was so many years ago and yeah. you, you know, being in a successful actress and, and going and seeing what Hollywood was then to what it is yes. now, what yeah. was, what was, what are some of the main differences that you see back then versus now? And what was like the most challenging back then? Well, the thing, the reason I wrote the book in the first place is really to do a kind of a, a, a history of what life could be for a woman and from the t- see I was from the time I was a little girl I experienced the all of being a girl being a difference the boys were always preferred the boys were the stars and and the girls kind of went along sure. from the time I was a little girl till now it's a huge difference huge difference the women and girls and women have made great progress. Not enough, but great. We're still not equal. They're still not equal. There's still not equal pay. Um, um, Meryl Streep would tell you she's never been paid as much as a man would be paid. And she's the very best, very best we have. Uh, but that's just the way it is. If you, uh, all the sports girls are, are fighting for equal pay, the girls who do sports. Uh, in tennis, I think it's it's come a long way. And the, those women, those great women have uh, have made that happen. 
Serena, Billy J, Billy Jean. I mean, th those women have made it happen because in the days of uh, the other sport women, they didn't make much money at all. Uh, the tennis women, but now they do. Now they, and it's because of those great players, and uh, which is is wonderful. It's wonderful. So they have to work on that still equal pay. It's just not there. Sure. But it's been hard because in the minds of and of all those older men, you know, they just can't get it through their heads that they really don't have power, the power mm -hmm. they think they do. Where the women are able to now challenge that powder power. And that's good. And that's good. And that's happened over my lifetime. And so we still have a lot to go. There's a lots of many, many, many more serious problems. I know that. But this right. is one of them. And this was what I could write about. And the way, the difference, the way uh, uh, doctors, I have, a, there's a lot of stories about doctors in my book and misbehavior. Mm -hmm. And that in the workplace now, none of that is allowed. None of that. You wouldn't dare do what they did. And uh, the, the complicated one is my father, because he, he was way off base, way off base and very didn't understand. He had no bounds. He didn't have any bound, boundaries. And that was very bad. Now, people know, even little girls know. And uh, that's in, in the book a lot. And. That's really what I, I mean. I used my life as a pattern because that's what I know personally. That's what I know me. But it's everywhere. It's every 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 life, every pattern. I just happened to be an actress, so uh, I was in a different different media uh, in Hollywood. By the time I got to Hollywood, I was forty five. And I didn't think I would even work here. And I worked a lot. I mean, I worked all the time. But by that time, first of all, I was 45. Secondly, things had changed a lot already. So that I didn't experience a lot of bad stuff in mm -hmm. Hollywood. I experienced occasion. And, and, you know, and it was innocent bad. That's what I call innocent bad. The men didn't realize what they were doing. Uh, I had a very good friend and he was on a um, gun smoke with me and the bunch of them, I was supposed to be dead. And so I'm lying in the bed dead, you know, Western lady dead. James said, let's fuck her before she gets cold. And he didn't realize they, they laughed and laughed and laughed. They thought that was so funny. They told that as a joke all over and everything. They don't, they don't think of what, what you're feeling. Mm -hmm. I don't like that. That's not funny. Mm -hmm. no. No, that's not funny. It's funny to them. It's not funny to me. Yeah. Very de de degrading. I don't think your husband would have liked to hear that either if he was there. You yeah. know? No. And and men do that a lot. They do. They it's do. well, it's kind of like what you talked about. Um, with that one actor that was like, oh, just, okay. I think they can say they because they think they're funny or because yes. they're touchable that they can say things, 
and it's okay. And people are just going to laugh. And it's like, well, no, like you, it's not respectful A and B. That's not okay. No, it's not okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, if, well, I, if I had been a little better, I, I'm, I would have said something. I would have said, Jim, you know, that's not funny. Well, but, but here's, I, here's the I thing. Too. I didn't hear it. I, I was asleep. So I just pretended I didn't hear it. So I didn't wake up or anything. And they're all laughing and carrying that funny joke. Ha, ha, ha. Who is that body? It doesn't matter. It doesn't I think, matter. It's just a body. Yeah. But I think it's hard, though. I'm like, I remember being on like One Tree Hill and our creator at the time. I was in like these, I had a bra and panties on and do, filming a scene in a bathtub. And again, the comments that were made, it, they're so uncomfortable. And at the time, you're also wanting to protect your job, right? So you laugh. Yes, yes you're trying to protect I your job. I don't want to say and I'd be like, that's disrespectful. Don't say it. I now, now, now being almost a 40-year-old woman, now I would say it because I'm like, I don't need this job. I yeah, like right, job right. I keep my job. But then at 24, 25 years old, I'm like, oh, <laughs> like, you know, and just so uncomfortable. Yeah. But they, they know they, they think they know they can, you know? I also think there's an element too where we're all very sharp women. I mean, all four of us are very sharp women. And I would say that all of us don't take much BS either, but there is this element of being completely caught off guard too, where it's yeah. like, if you just had a minute to really think about it, you would have a million yes. things to say back or a lawyer right. one. But at the time you're, you're just like, there's no, and you're, it's not something possible. None of us would have ever thought to say something like that. So for us to process that and then respond to it is also. That's right. That's and a lot. Then it's too late. Yeah. By yeah. then it's too late. Cause you, it's just like with children, when they do bad things, you've got to correct yeah. them now. You've got to punish now. Right. Yeah. They're not, they're not going to remember. Like, remember when you pulled Jolie's hair? Like that was not okay. Like, like what are you talking about? No, no it's, it's, it is. It is treating him like a child. I also I want to I want to dive into um, if, if that's OK with your marriage, too, and the things that you talked about in the book. And I'm, I'm curious, were you hesitant to share your journey and some of the difficulties that you had in marriage? Because yes. Feel like back then, not, not many people talked about and weren't open about the challenges and struggles in marriage. No. I mean, I know I never heard anything from my grandparents or even mm-hmm. any actors back then about. Well, they would never tell you about things like that. They would never tell you. My mother, at one point late in life, ref- told me that my uncle, who was the very sedate ge- gentleman, so forth, and his wife, who was this lovely, wealthy, and she took care of all very, very, very proper. And they had, he had been a student of hers in high school. And clearly that first child had been a result of that. And then they, they covered it all up, you know, and the family covered it all up and they had money and they, they, they went on and with this very dignified life where, you know, they were the, the steadfast people. You know, and who I don't even know if if the girl who was born of them even knew it. You know, I'm sure they never told her that it, she was a pre. You know, they covered it all up, yeah. but it was going on. It's always been going on, and everybody covers up things. And uh, in a marriage, certainly all marriages, if you've been married that long, there have been problems. You know, there have been times when you more or less 
would go another way for a while and not be interested. You know what I mean? There would be times when it would be rare. And I've known some long marriages in the business, good, good marriages. And I've known times when, oh, you know, eh, here you go on. Mm -hmm. that, that's just been the way, particularly, yes, more probably in New York, more probably in, uh, but yes, small towns too, small towns too. I could tell you stories and I don't want to, uh, in small towns. So why, so why did you feel it was important to share this in? in no, it's because I had to be truthful. I am one of those people. I, I can't sugarcoat things. I can't say, oh, you know, this merrily, 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 merrily. <laughs> we go, life is but a dream. Well, yeah, um, I can't. I have to tell the story. I have to tell it as it is. I have to tell it so that you can realize that there's a different kind of love, a harder earned love that comes with that. If you surmount these problems, if you don't just walk away, if you don't just, when you're hurt, when you're really badly hurt, if you just don't walk away from the problem, life is about solving problems and you, have, you can do it and be fine. I think we are more affectionate and more loving today than most couples. And we're so old. Bill is 95. And yet we're very. Were y'all always that way? Or is that did that kind of happen over time? And over time. No, he when he was he he was not an affectionate person. Bill was mm -hmm. a very angry young man. And the fact that we could change, the fact that we could change things and adjust to each other was hard work, but we did it somehow. Miracles happen, you know, and uh Things happen. They, they, I will say this, that at one point when I was really down about the marriage and almost ready to give up, my niece, who was 18 and looked like you guys, kids, you know, who I loved, she was like, I had wanted even to adopt her at one time. And um, I was very close to her and she would write me letters and and uh, at one point I was, I was uh, just before all this happened, she wrote me, she said, Aunt Bonnie, she said, how could you have worked so hard all your, to be successful, be a successful actress and then walk away from it and just be a housewife? Mm -hmm. Well, I wasn't just a housewife. I was raising two kids, but that was her last letter to me. Mm -hmm. And then she was killed in a car crash. And that just broke my heart. I I was so upset about that, that Bill kind of took over. And he said, all right, we're going to move to California. I don't want to be in the theater anymore. I don't like the life. We're going to move to California. I'm going to have my weekends. I'm going to have time with the boys. I'm going to, he was, he's very domestic. And he was so happy when we moved out here. Mm. He had been offered Three Broadway shows. He had done 1776, and he had been offered three Broadway shows. Chicago, the lead in Chicago, Bob Fosse, and two other, uh, uh, an English comedy with uh, Geraldine Page and Sandy. And he said, I don't want to do it. 
I don't want to live like this. Mm. Well, he changed so completely. Well, then then you you go on. You go on because the change makes makes all the difference. You know? If 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 you were married to an alcoholic and and he struggled with it and managed to control it and give it up, you go on, no matter what has happened before. I I think if the person can't change, can't, you know. And earlier on, when it was me, it was because I felt so unloved. He was so angry and I felt so unloved. But we always had a, because of the work, we were always together as actors and always helped each other and never jealous of each other. Always, if I had a problem somewhere on the road with a part, he'd come and help. Or I would go, I would fly someplace to sit in the audience two or three times and try to help him, you know? So we always helped each other that way. We were always on hand all the way to help. Was he supportive in you being open about the stuff in your marriage, like the open marriage and everything that you wrote about in your book? Was he, or was there some hesitancy on his side to write about it? I was a little reluctant, yes. And the the guy that was working with me, helping me on the book, said, you got to write it all. And I said, well, if I write it, it's going to be truthful. It's going to be just as it was. And so I did it. And yeah, I was reluctant. It had, I had a few sleepless nights about it. I had a few times. I know that uh, Sally Field uh, wrote a book a few years ago, and she said, even the last just the day before it was published, she said, I thought, maybe I don't want to do this. Yeah. So it is hard. Yeah. Is hard. Though, how did he feel about it? Like, was he reluctant? Like, was he like, uh, why, why, why are you saying he, this? He didn't care. He didn't read it until it was all done. Okay. He didn't. Then he read it and he said, he didn't say anything. He's, he's all for, first of all, Bill doesn't remember like I do. Mm-hmm. I remember every detail of every day, you know. And his memory is just whoop, goes away, goes bye bye, because he had a miserable childhood, and so he he learned to forget fast, don't they? They 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 they, they because he because he technically cheated, right? Or or no? If you want to call it that, yes. Yeah. So I feel like, and this is not to well, say who says what, who says that's what a marriage has to be. Right. Who said that? Where is it written? Yeah. Exactly. Is it written? I'm curious though, like when you have an open, like when there was that open marriage and you kind of want to change, change the world. We were just talking about monogamy and, um, you know, what, what, how did you kind of come back from? Cause like I, I was in a uh, marriage where my husband had a bunch of affairs. I couldn't come back from the trust. And so we ended up getting you, divorced. You, you have a marriage where you did have affairs? I didn't. He did. He so, did. Yeah, and I couldn't come back from I can I very hard, very hard. Uh, so I'm curious, like for people, because there's a lot of people that you know. For me, like I know my why, I know the the work that we did, and then why I ended up leaving, and like the steps and stuff. But for for your situation, like what would you say to someone that's going through that has had that open marriage, but a doesn't wants to change the rules, but also like to to just loving your partner and like the key to like having what you guys had for the next seventy two years. First of all, 
if you are separated a lot mm-hmm. and we were in our business, mm-hmm. there's big separate time separations. That's very tough, difficult. That's very difficult. And then if you are exposed to, uh, well, there's so many attractive people. Mm-hmm. You don't just stop responding to people when you get married. You still, if you, if you didn't, you wouldn't be alive. Mm-hmm. A doctor told me that. He said, that means you wouldn't be alive. What you do about it, that's your choice. Mm-hmm. What you do about it, that's mm-hmm. your choice. And that's the thing you have to be really careful about. But the response is there, clearly. I mean, we make fun of movie stars and people say, oh, boy, he can put his shoes under my bed or, you know, things like that. And they're they're making fun. But uh, because there's no way to respond because <laughs> he's up there and they're down here. But if he was down here with them, who knows? Who knows? The opportunity. The opportunity, if it is uh, very strong, it, uh, it makes it difficult. It makes it difficult. And you have to understand what's going on and then make your choice. Mm-hmm. Make your choice. Yeah. Whatever what, whatever need you need the most. If you needed it, maybe if you needed something more, you'd have found it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Or if you were so in love with him that you couldn't bear to be with anybody else. I don't know. Yeah. It's every, every case is different. Every person is different. Every child is different. Every, every child grows up a little differently and we have to have rules and boundaries, but they're always broken. Children always break the boundaries. They break the rules. And if that's the same, if if you want, if you want to call that, I, I never thought of marriage. We got married because we wanted to have sex. That's the only reason, because we weren't allowed. We were broke. We had no money. Neither of our parents wanted us to get married. We thought they, everybody thought we were crazy because we were broke. But at that time, you couldn't, you couldn't sleep with somebody. Um, Your parents wouldn't let you in the same bed if you weren't, you know. I mean, nobody would let you do it unless you were married. So you had to get married. So that's what we did. That's as serious as it was. When we got married, that's as serious as it was. It had, we had no plan about life, except we both were in the theater and we both wanted to go to New York and be, act, you know, theater. Well, I did more than Bill. He kind of followed me. He didn't really want to go. He wanted to stay at Northwestern, but he came with me because I wanted to do it. So finally, he said, whatever his mother wanted him to do, whatever I wanted to do, screw it. I'm doing what I want to do. I'm moving to California and I'm going to have my weekends free and I'm going to do what I want to do. So he started making jam and cooking (laughs) all kinds of cookies and things like that, taking the kids to school. He loved that. He loved all that. He loved not working because he had worked all his life. From the time he was a little boy, he did what he was told and worked and made the money. I love that. Your book, so it's called Middle of the Rainbow, How a Wife, Mother, and Daughter Managed to Find Herself and Win Two Emmys. I'm curious, when you say find yourself, what was the main message that was holding you back from finding yourself? Well, a lot of it was the sexual abuse. I mean, it makes you feel pretty rotten. 
Mm-hmm. It kind of proves that you're bad, you know, and until you accept that you're a good person and that you can believe, as Mr. Feeney would say, believe in yourself and that and that you're okay. You don't give your full self to something. I had migraines for years. I had asthma for years. I was able to get rid of both of them and uh, be healthy. I'm 93. I have a heart condition that they don't know why I'm still going. Yes, you are still going because you're a spitfire. I am. I am because I want to. Yeah. Yeah, I want to. Bonnie, don't you also feel like there's a certain level of life that you can live in a wholeness you can find when you start being honest with yourself, but with everybody else. Yeah. That gives you 93 years. I mean, I hope at 93, I am half the person that you are when it comes to speaking intelligently about stuff and being as honest as you are. But like, I think that's what I love most about what you, you and Bill have done in the book and all the things is just the pure honesty that comes with it. There's been times in our marriage where I'm like, you know, the idea of marriage is just in life in general, like the hurts, the abuse, the tumultuous upbringing, like people just don't talk enough about it. And then once people start talking, you realize like the majority of the people have the same experiences. That's right. And that's what I wanted to say too in the book. This is just my particular story, but everybody has that particular story. And people in our business, yes, are more apt to uh, have problems like that. But every place, I'm hearing from every place. I'm hearing from people all over that, you know, how they, Mm -hmm. what you just said that you couldn't do it. I I was in a, office uh, the other day and the and the, the boy said to me he said you know my wife and I are going through problems he said she wants to keep it going but I don't know I just I can't see how I can do that I just can't see how I can so obviously it was in the other way you know it was the woman and so uh you can't give anybody advice except if they want to keep it going they they can find a way yeah, yeah. If like, they want to keep it going, they can find a way. And the key, what's the key, right? 72 years. If you have one key that <laughs> unlocks the door, well, I know that you have to be able to be truthful and honest with each other. You really do. And that's tough. Yeah. And, uh, I'm not saying you can't. There are things that you don't want to tell each other because you don't want to cause pain. You know, if if they don't know what if, but you, there clearly is something a little wrong that has to be changed if you are wavering, if you are going in another direction. So you got to face that. And if you really want to keep the marriage going, you know, I don't mean to tell people every little incident or, you know, feeling or anything like that, but just to talk about it. And yeah. we all have things. We drive each other crazy if we told people every thought we had. Do you know? Sure. We drive each other crazy because yeah. there are times when it depends on if there's enough love. And I don't know what that word means, but if there's enough consideration, love, and determination, yes. determination, 
from both. If there isn't, it's fine. Then you move on. Yeah, I love that. Enough love. That's so good. Wow. Uh, Bonnie, thank you so much for coming on. I just think it's beautiful. I remember, again, like kind of reading the story when it came out and it hit the headlines. And I just, it was so cool that, I mean, I love when obviously people share. I mean, I'm, I'm the queen of not oversharing, but I also want to help people relate. And you're helping so many people by sharing your story. So thank you so much for doing that. And um, thank you. Thank that's so what I hope. Thank you so much. So Thank blessed you. and honored to talk to you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Bonnie. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine-free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Oh my gosh, she's like a little spitfire. I love her her. so much. She's great. It's such a rarity to have. And I don't know about you guys, but like to have an older generation, of course, into our generation. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I just like want to listen to her all day. Like you have grandparents. I don't have, you know, like there's just a lot of like that. I don't even know what to say, but like just her age group, her experience, her life, like a full life. Well, like even Jana said, though, like even if we had our grandparents, they don't really, they don't talk about this. Well, so the only thing that like my grandparents, like, you know, my grandma, now that my grandpa passed, but I couldn't sit down with my grandpa and be like, so what was the hardest part about your marriage? Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, especially the men, but like my grandma, I mean, she would, 
she said a few things, you know, but at the same time, it's like, well, he's been the love of my life since fifth grade. And, mm-hmm. you know, just like yeah, precious. Yeah. And, and then there's my other grandma who's, you know, survived the war in Croatia and Yugoslavia and, you know, wrote about how she was eating mud for food. So it's so like, there's like that story, but it's like this, the stories, you know, about like marriage and like what we go through and like that thread that like connects kind of like our struggles. It's like, mm-hmm. wow, like we, we all had them. Mm-hmm. I remember it's the very first time. time someone was honest with me about marriage. It was my Dallas mom. And I know. <laughs> you have a, a, a emotional anyways, but I just remember the first time she actually like was like, oh, well, that you know, she was like, Well, that was hard, or this happened in our marriage too. And I was like, What? Like they yeah. have like the most loving beautiful like I aspired to be them like held hands and nicknames and bought art and collected sunshines together you know just like best friendy stuff and that was like the very first time I remember someone just like being like yeah it's hard sometimes but like he's the love of my life like that's Mm -hmm. I think just that first sentence is the piece that we have missed well, everyone's busy, like painting a picture, or saving face or yes. for whatever reason, generationally, they felt like they couldn't share the truth or whatever. That's the sentence you need to hear. Like, of course it was hard, but I love this person. Yeah. And we're always chasing after what we're seeing. We're always chasing yeah. after that perfect little. And we can't figure out the disconnect should is, be. Yeah. Yeah. But even like when she said, you know, um, that they're so affectionate, they're most affectionate, but they weren't always that way. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like, there's hope for people like me, you know, that like you can make a choice and make a change. You can change the way. And this is, that's interesting that you say that because I remember talking to Nick in my garage when I was working out one day when he came over and he was just like, that's just the way it has to be. And I'm like, no, Nick, it doesn't. Mm -hmm. This is for you guys. I'm like, you, like, it does not have to be this way. Like you guys can, you know, like do the work or you guys, like one, one of y'all will have to like, yes, Kat will have to be more affectionate, but like, you're going to have to meet her somewhere halfway too. Yeah. Like not to want her to almost be affectionate too, you know, but don't just settling on the, well, it's just how it's going to be. It's like, no, it's, it doesn't have to be. Yeah. It really doesn't have to be that way. That's my, like, I push us further into like, it's just not okay. For it's me. just never going to be okay. Yeah. Now so, mundane those days, fine. Sure. We're going to all have those like average days, but like, if it just stays stagnant like that, like that doesn't, exa- I don't know. I, it, I, it, has I to be, it has to be what works for you. And that's what always stuck with me with yes. Amy, that Amy always told me like, mm-hmm. stop comparing what you think it should look like, what yes. you're told it should look like. You know, you know, the things that need to change, but it can still look like what your marriage looks like and be great. Right. You know? I had this, um, some of my parents obviously got divorced when I was in high school and my girlfriend, I, Lisa, I was always so jealous of her parents' relationship that like every time I always saw them like laugh because they, they just have like such a great relationship. But I remember always like, I always had a little piece of like jealousy because I'm like, my parents were divorced and I didn't mm. get to like have that in a house. And so that's where I think where I always went to like, okay, now I'm going to find, I need to find that. I want like the, like the picture in the frame Mm -hmm. that I never got. Like, I can't put a picture in the frame of my family growing up. Mm. Right. And then when, then then when that happens with my kids, like I was like, now they can't do that. And so then it was just like that, that's the piece that always like hits me. Like, but what's interesting is they probably have their own issues too. 
now we can see that, you know, now we can see like, there's that picture in the frame, but what were their struggles? Right. Because I'm sure they had struggles too. Yeah. And no, we I think they were perfect. <laughs> She's like, I need you to they were the picture practically. So Lisa, call me and tell me what you <laughs> Lisa, give me the dirt. I need to know that <laughs> there was but here's the thing too though, and this is something interesting about like relationships and marriages. Like I the ones that are like, Oh, we never fight. To me, I'm like, I'm I'm like, there's gotta be I don't think it should be that hard. That's the thing. I remember someone saying to me, he's like, I was telling this one person, he's like, he does, it doesn't have to be that hard. And I agree with that. It sh- you shouldn't have to fight tooth and nail. But I also think, I think it's healthy to have certain fights of course. and conflict. Like say like we never fought to me. I don't think that, cause I'm like, are you really getting into the weeds of things? No. And underneath the layers. So I'm like, I want to know, actually my boyfriend, I'm like, I want to know under all of it, because that's like, that's really connecting on an intimate level of knowing like, well, you learn about you each are. other. Yeah. yeah. And like, I'm not going to judge you. I hope you don't judge me because I'm about to unleash like the, the, <laughs> the, the veil, but like, you know, this is, I think un- unleashing those things then, and then showing where you're at now just shows like the growth of a person and the intimacy of like, I know this about you and I love you for it. I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. I always feel like, so we do fight. Um, and it used to be real real redneck at first. Like it just was real bad at first, like not like physically, just like we would just, yeah, it just would like, we didn't know how to fight Fair. with each mm-hmm. other or for each other. Like I knew at the baseline of everything we were fighting for each other. And like, we sat down with our therapist for the first time. He was like, so why are you guys here? Like, you know, we talked for a while and he's like, I feel like you guys are best friends. I'm like, we are best friends and we're always fighting for each other. But we just don't do well fighting with each other. Like how yeah. do we, it, it, you have to, like, that's its own thing. I mean, we're eight years in and we just did a three-day intensive where we just learned how to like talk differently to each other yeah. so that we can actually hear what the other person says and what brings up the walls. And like, because we're trying to enrich mm-hmm. it and make it deeper and grow it deeper and grow it bigger and keep it moving down the road. But like, we well, still have to also explain to each other what throws up those walls. I mean, we've had yeah. a lot of those conversations like and avoid it exactly where I'm going yes. while it's going up. So like, you just have to like communicate that. And, talk and about it's it. crazy to, to like, listen to someone like Bonnie say stuff because it's like 93 years in, she's like telling truth. And I'm like, God, it's biblical. The truth sets you free. So like, mm-hmm. why do we just not say it for what it is? Yeah. I'm not saying you have to spill like your dirty laundry. Yeah. You don't tell all your that. thoughts. Yeah. Let's be truthful. Yeah. I mean, to like the world, but in your marriage just to just be honest, like there's reason, the reason I fight the way I fight is because I watched a certain type of fight growing up. Mm-hmm. Yes. That doesn't make it okay. And he doesn't want to fight at all that's because he never saw any fights growing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so he's like, everything is fine. We move yeah. along. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, that's not going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm feisty. Yeah. yeah, I told, I told boyfriend that I was like, I cannot fight how I fought, but I don't think I would ever fight the way that I fought Mm -hmm. with my ex because a there, there's not the, the, the turmoil that's in the relationship, but also I'm so careful now with my words and like how I want to say it. And like knowing when I feel something come up, I'll be like, I need a minute because what I'm going to say next is probably not going to come out how I want it and how you, how you, what you deserve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? And so I mean, we haven't really gotten to that like point at all. Like we've not had a fight, which has been amazing. <laughs> so, yeah. but like, yeah, you know, like it's, we have like maybe 
um, conversations. And it's just like, it's to know that, like how to like talk better and just communicate like, Hey, that kind of like brought me the wrong way. And like, do they, Oh, like, let's talk about it. Like it's so such a better way than like mm-hmm. not being like sure. When you're kind of retraining it. yourself too, yeah. to just like stop I, for a minute, not just react. I basically like, putting into practice the things that I learned in couples therapy with my ex that yeah. we couldn't do together sure. because there was just too much turmoil. Yeah. It just was never going to be able to no, like, but like now that there isn't that, it's like, oh myself. I'm <laughs> actually saying, I feel like when that's why. And then it's like, oh, that's it. Okay. Yeah. And so, you know how like sometimes people will say like, so people will say like, I'm witty or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, the opposite swing of that is not charming at all. Mm-hmm. So the <laughs> back end of that is actually ugly. Sure. It's really ugly. Mm-hmm. And so now there's been times where I'll say things like, nothing good is going to happen from here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I just know, yeah, I know Michigan, Detroit, Kristen is like two minutes, you know, like yeah. I just know it's going to get scrappy and it's not going to be good. And it's not going to be what I want to say or what, like yeah. just knowing too when to like exit the battlefield for a minute, which is like, hard. It's, it's so hard when you want to hard. be heard oh, it's hard. and right. Or just cut sometimes <laughs> like, you know, just I mean, there are times where you're like, I just got to like say it. But I think but, like, sometimes it's yeah. not avoidant to just exit the battlefield. Yeah. Be like, this is nothing good going to happen. And I just need a minute. Yep. Yeah. The minutes are good. And I think it's so nice to be respectful of re- remembering who you're talking to mm-hmm. and the person mm-hmm. that you say you love. It's like, treat that person with the respect that they deserve. Yeah. And also you'll get that back. Like I'm like, you're my best friend. I don't well, want because to because we love people you verbally. Exactly. So yeah. don't make me do it. But it's because no, we're it. hurt. Usually yeah. is like I remember the things I said in past relationships. I was also hurting. So I said oh, hurtful things. Yeah. Hurt people hurt people. Don't yes. get hurt person. You what is the, what is the thing that's saying um uh you choose like uh, you choose the healthiness of which basically where you're at. Like healthy attracts healthy, unhealthy attracts unhealthy. Mm-hmm. So like, and that's kind of been true in a lot of my relationships. Now I feel like I'm finally at like healthy, met healthy, finally. Yeah. Because I had, but I had to, I had to jump too. Yeah. Healthy. You'll never be able to. And now you are used to healthy, yeah. you know? Yeah. 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 Look at that guys. All right. Great episode. See you next week. Bye. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You know, I don't even know where to start with this because it's the comfort, it's the style, it's the whole look. That's what I love about my Tacovas. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacovas is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacovas has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Shop by your local Tacovas store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools 
They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.